divine, magnificent God, this is Heather Miller, and I've come to bring you a word today straight out of the Word of God, Matthew. Um, I'm going to be speaking out of the book of Hebrews and then on over into James a little bit. Lord put on my heart to talk about the days of Noah. And how important it is right now to be hearing God's word and to God wants to open your eyes to plainly see how this is so parallel to everything that's going on around us right now. All of us are watching things unfold and we are, many people have many questions, but um, something that a friend of mine recently said in casual conversation, the Lord put it on my heart and um used it to speak plainly to me and she said there are so many voices out there right now that it is absolutely deafening and the Lord put that on my heart and uh, you know I I decided to share that with um, others uh, that there are so many voices out there that you don't even know who to listen to it's just like a, a, a gigantic crowd if you were to get a stadium full of people and they were all talking at one time it's just overwhelming but there is this still small voice of the Holy Spirit still with you in you whispering in your ear that will speak above them all and the Holy Spirit speaks plainly and clearly if you will tap into that so just consider that but I wanted to show you um, some of the wonderful things that God has to say about how this all that's going on around us parallels so much with 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 the story of Noah and the ark and there's so much there some of us think it's just a simple story it's just a childhood story no this is a very important thing matter, matter of fact Jesus referenced it many times uh, he, he referenced it many times in regards to the last days and I think many of you realize that we're heading in that direction. And there's hope here for those who will listen. The word says in Proverbs chapter 1 verse 33 that that whoso hearkeneth unto the words of of the spirit of wisdom crying out in, in Proverbs chapter 3 that that person shall be kept from all evil and shall dwell safely. Amen. So please hear this those of you and share it with others okay I have a ministry page on Facebook called my lips shall proclaim I also have a podcast that I recently started back in February the Lord put me to it It, it, with a great spirit of urgency that I needed to start this so please help me share the word and get it out there amen so I'm going to start actually I'm going to start over in Hebrews and I'm going to probably pop back over to James and um, excuse me and then I'm going to go to Matthew and then I'm going to go back over to James so bear with me this is a reading podcast I read a lot um, and I read to people straight out of the Word of God because there's been a famine of the Word of God in the churches today Uh, please uh, if you'll step with me over to um, Hebrews chapter 11 and it's talking about faith And I'm not going to read the whole chapter here, but I suggest that you go and read it. It's very, very good. But uh, here is a reference to Noah that the Lord put on my heart. And it's it's verse 7. 
By faith, Noah, being warned of God of things that of things not seen as yet, God hear that, moved with fear, prepared an ark to the saving of his house, by the which he condemned the world and became heir of the righteousness which is by faith. And this chapter here goes on about all of the different uh, different characters in the Bible that did things by faith. And they were being used to demonstrate uh, what it means to have faith. And uh, the word also tells us faith without works is dead. In other words, faith without an action behind it is dead. And um, so you know what? I'm going to go ahead and go to James now. Having said that, I will go ahead and go over here to James. Uh, let's go to chapter 2. And I'm going to start at uh, verse 14. What doth it profit, my brethren, though a man say he has faith and have not works? Can faith save him? In other words, can your faith alone save you? What he's, what he's saying is basically if you have, if you believe, if you believe and yet you don't do an action behind what you believe, he's dead. Contrary to what a lot of churches have taught today, they have taught, well, if you just simply believe on Jesus, you are saved and you're going to go to heaven. You have nothing to worry about. And this has created a lackadaisical sense of false security in many people, and it's leading them straight to hell. God has not appointed that for anybody on this earth. Um, because the word says faith without works is dead. In other words, even demons believe and tremble. And I'm going to read that. That's right here in this word. Moving on to verse 15. If a brother or sister be naked and destitute of daily food. Okay, now he's using this as an example. And one of you say unto them, depart in peace, be warmed and filled. Notwithstanding, you give them not those things which are needed to the body. What does it profit? He's using this as an example. People um, hear this uh, word, faith without works is dead, and they, they interpret it. They don't interpret it in the truest context in which it was being presented to us. He was using these things like, for example, uh, feeding the homeless. There are brothers and sisters out there that are called exactly to that ministry to feed the homeless. Okay. Doesn't mean everybody is called to exactly that ministry. There are many different works. Okay. That people are called to. I tell you what you're called to is you're called to do what God tells you to do. And the only thing that way well, you're going to know what God is telling you to do is to tap into this God and walk in spirit and in truth. It's just as plain as that. Okay, because if God cannot speak to you and you can't hear God and you're not tapped in and seeking God, you're not going to know what he's telling you to do. God wants a people that you will move, you will move with the Holy Spirit. In other words, um, you know, God called the people of Israel that were in the wilderness, that first generation that came out of Egypt, that came out of bondage. They were a stiff necked, stubborn people. Okay, stiff neck referring to uh, horse and rider. Those of you who ride horses out there know exactly what I mean. Sometimes you'll get an animal, a horse, and it'll be just what they call a nasty horse. They just don't want to do anything you tell them to do, and they're difficult. You never know what to expect when you get on them. Okay, and then there are horses that are just as sweet as they can be, and all you you just barely have to barely turn the reins, and they're eager to do everything that you want them to do. God is wanting us to be an eager horse, an eager uh, follower after what He's telling us to do. 
because it could be to the saving of our very household. So I'm moving on here. Even so faith on verse 17, if it hath not works is dead being alone. Yea, a man may say thou hast faith and I have works. Show me thy faith without thy works and I will show thee my faith with my works. Now listen to this. Thou believest that there is one God. Thou doest well. The devils also believe and tremble. And what I may have said, what I said earlier, may have come as an offense to some people, because uh, about uh, just believing, it's not. It's it's not. Enough. God is not looking for you just to believe in Jesus. There are many people today that they believe in Jesus. They believe in the Bible. They believe in the end times and all of the things that have been prophesied in the Word. But they are not. They are not intimate with Jesus. They are not intimately walking with Him so that they know Him. And if you know Him and you're intimate with Him, you're going you're gonna to do the things that the Lord is moving on your heart to do. So please understand that. It's very, very important. Because, see, that's what Noah did. Noah knew God intimately. God gave him instruction. And the Word says... I'm going to tell you something. There's some fearful times coming. This is just the beginning. I'm telling you this. Listen, um, I don't care how long you've been walking with God or how big you think you are in your britches. It's going to take all your courage, all your strength, all your faith. God is calling you into that. And he wants you to know that he's going to give it to you. He's going to be there to raise you up. But you've got to be willing to learn and to grow quickly. Okay, amen. So he built it out of fear for what God told him was coming that he had never seen before. You see, something had God told him something was coming on the earth that had never been seen before. That's what we're seeing today. We're seeing something that we've that's never been seen before. Um, I spoke about this in my uh, my very first podcast called Wisdom Cries Out that was recorded on February the fourth, and I spoke about Noah. And I didn't even understand at that time why God had me uh, speaking some of the things I was speaking. But he'll use us that way. Amen. But Noah's Ark is something that we need to really, really study it through right now. So now I'm going to pop over to, um, I'll pop over to Matthew chapter 7. And um, please hear me out. God has hope for you. He's got a plan for his people. Those of us who are listening and tuned in, he has a plan for you. It's very important. Um, some of us are being required to do some things that we didn't expect. You got to be instant in and out of season. Amen. In other words, when God is moving his spirit on you, some things you're going to be called to do aren't going to be um, expected or even the most popular with some of your loved ones, but you're going to have to be obedient anyways. Amen. Because you love God and you love your, you love your family and you love those that are connected to you. Uh, some of the things that hear me, please let uh, anybody that has an ear to hear, let them hear. That's what Jesus said over the people. Um, open up your spirit ears. In other words, to hear, um, some of you are going to be called to do things that are going to be to the saving of many souls and the saving of others. This is an outreach walk with Christ Jesus. 
everybody who's in Christ Jesus is called to ministry. You automatically become a minister as soon as you accept Jesus Christ. It's not an appointment that you get from man. It is an appointment that you get from Jesus Christ that as soon as you come into the knowledge of him and your soul is saved, guess what? You have a testimony. Share others your t- share with others your personal testimony. It's powerful. Okay, that's your first ministry right there, your first ministry assignment. And then as you grow in Christ Jesus, he'll use you more and more. So this is an outreach ministry. I'm talking to to every person that is a believer listening today. This is an outreach walk with Christ Jesus. It's not an in-reach walk. Okay, there's no us for and no more mentality in this walk in God. Those that are looking to only save themselves and make sure they have enough, only save themselves and their their uh, their own household. They don't care about anyone but themselves and they're selfish with their resources. God is not going to prosper that in this last hour. You better hear this word. He's going to prosper people and he's going to put resources into the hands of people who he can trust to do God's will for God's people. That's what he's going to do. I'm telling you, if you'll hear me out, he's not going to put his resources into the hands of selfish people. I don't know why I felt led to say that, but please hear me. You got to be somebody who loves God and loves others. Okay. And anyways, got a little bit rabbit trailed off of that, but it all ties together. Because see, you know what? Noah was like that. Yes, and in the end, only he and his family survived, but he tried for 120 years. He preached righteousness, and all they did was act like jerks and make fun of him. And uh, But, you know, there came a day, okay? Starting here in um, Matthew chapter 7, I have read this in a previous podcast. Um talking about how you'll know people by their fruits and so forth and so on and that there would be false prophets in the earth and and that we would be able to know them by by the the their fruits okay the fruits of the spirit is really what this is connected to okay uh the fruits of the spirit people gonna get judged by the fruits of their spirit if you don't think so you need to read this matthew chapter 7 yes yes we are um but going past that um, we start over here in, in um, verse 22 where it says, Many will say in that day, Lord, Lord, have we not prophesied in thy name and in thy name cast out devils and in thy name done many wonderful works. And then he says, I, I profess unto them, I never knew you. Depart from me, ye that work iniquity. And what he's talking about is he's talking about people that were walking in all these gifts, uh, but yet... Uh, they were walking in gifts is what they were doing. They were walking in um, the gifts of the Spirit, basically, because those are tools that God gives us in our spiritual toolbox that He gives without repentance, okay, to be used in God's people's lives. Uh, gifts don't sanctify you. They, they don't sanctify you or validate you. They are gifts to be used for the benefit of ourselves and God's people, okay? They don't, uh, in other words, they don't get you saved, okay? Uh, loving Jesus and walking in Him and, and, and the fruits of the Spirit come, will naturally come in behind that. That's the mark of God's people that really love Him. So anyways, going on, how, what does this have to do with Noah? Well, it's, it, he, he keeps putting uh, references to Noah all throughout this, okay? 
Hear this. Therefore, whosoever heareth these sayings of mine and doeth them, I will liken him unto a wise man which built his house upon a rock. Okay? Going back to uh, what we were reading in James where he said, Faith without works is dead. Okay? Doeth them. He hears the sayings and he does them. Like Noah heard what God said and he did them. Okay? And then listen. He goes on right here and he said, Jesus said this, uh, verse 25, And the rain descended, and the floods came, and the winds blew, and beat upon that house, and it fell not, for it was founded upon a rock. And every one that heareth these sayings of mine, and doeth them not, shall be likened unto a foolish man which built his house upon the sand. Okay? Very, very similar. The floods came. He didn't actually come out and say Noah's name, but he keeps referencing Noah throughout all of the, you know, all of the Gospels. Okay, and the rain descended, and the floods came, just like Noah in that day, and the winds blew and beat upon that house, and it fell, and great was the fall of it. Okay, so... um it's very, very important that we hear from God. It's very important. And that not only we hear from God, but that we take action to do it. It's going to take a lot of courage, like I said, to um, follow through with some of the things. Because some of the things that some of you are being called to are quite drastic. But I pray that every person, even listening to this podcast, under the sound of my voice, that as you step forward to do and complete every task that God is calling you to, that that peace would come upon you, even as you begin to uh, do these things. Because, you know, sometimes God uses a pressure on us. Have you ever had an urgency on your spirit and you just didn't know what it was and you, and, uh, and, and then when you went to do what you felt like you were being called to do, some of that pressure began to be relieved. And as you begin to walk in full obedience, that you begin to come into the peace of God. I'm telling you, that's what it is right now. Some of you right now are being hard-pressed by the Holy Spirit. And, and you're, you're moving forward to do these things. So go ahead and get your household in order. Do the things that God has put on your heart to do. Don't hesitate. Trust God. He's got a plan. He would never have told you some of the things that he told you are going on without having a plan. God never does that. He shares the things he shares with us because he has a plan to preserve his people in this last hour. God is calling his people to walk in the mighty power of God like nobody's ever seen on this earth. I'm telling you, you're going to see God, God's people rise up with such might that they're going to prophesy things into existence. There'll be times where there looks like there's just no way and God's people are going to step up. That's you. And you're going to begin to speak your world in the power of the Holy Spirit. You're going to prophesy your, even your basic provisions into your life. You're going to speak to the Red Sea and it's going to part for you. I hope that you've been blessed by this. I pray that you are whole, that you are kept, that you are well in your mind. And I don't care what it looks like out there. I don't care how, how high the waves are or how hard the wind blows. You have a lovely day.